oceans. Two oceans will begin. got a little bit of a raisin, which I really don't think you're gonna finish, but you can go to town, go to town. <laughs> also, you have two drips of, look over here. What? You have two drips of water. You got an LED flashlight in case the power goes out. You just gotta step on it like this, see? See how it's, whoa, what? sorry. My little stand right in front of it. Finally, this is the sparkler. What you do is you light this end on fire and then you step back. This can act as a flare, all right? What would I need? That's if you need a signal for help. And Dean's gonna leave you his phone just in case. What? We'll see the flare. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, why don't we just put the colander over you now, if you want? How's that? You must let me out of here. Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and captivating colleague Scrumpy, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we'll be continuing our review of 2022 with our selections for the silver tier of our top movies of the past year. This is the Two Oceans Podcast, so consult your cricket, fight fascism, and become a real boy as we begin episode 16. Episode 16. Oh, sweet 16. Sweet 16. 16 candles. 16 candles. And this week we're looking at the films of 22 who we've each given the silver award. Only rule is that uh, between each of us, we feel that whatever we're listing this week is better than last week's and not quite as good as next week's, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So uh, let's kick things off with um, uh, just kind of a review of some of the trailers. So we both uh, we both saw Lee Cronin's uh, Evil Dead Rise trailer this week. Mm-hmm. Which again, a surprising reboot that's been off the previous one. I held off with the previous one for a long time. I was uh, incensed by the idea. But, you so know, I, 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 I'll, I'll do this a lot. Like uh, I didn't watch Shawshank Redemption until about three years ago. Oh, really? Because wow. in the trailer, they use the music that was composed for Miller's Crossing, which is a right. fantastic movie. And I was like, I, I thought I was just so offended, you know, in my fine sensibilities. Fair enough. <laughs> that I was like, how dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> Throw your gloves on the ground. Yeah. Exactly. I said good day. Um, so I, it's, it's just, I get these weird things like that in my head. It's like, oh, 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 oh. You know, so uh, the faux uh, male white outrage uh, thing is still. I get but, it, but but, but that's pretty harmless. Like it, male get outrage, <laughs> you know, right? But it, but it's still it's still there. It's still valid. It's still a hundred percent like like okay. It's yeah. It's still the same. I might pretend it's like even if it's not as lethal, potent, harmful. It still comes from the same place. I mean the I mean the Evil Dead Rise uh trailer. I mean the way that I see this the previous Evil Dead that was made and this new one is that I think it still complements what is already there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a different genre though. Um and I don't know if you saw Lee Cronin's other movie his, uh, his first that? The Hole don't. in the Ground. Oh, Hole in the Ground. No, I didn't see that one. Ah, uh, watch that. Watch That's that. That's what I've it'll, heard. It'll um yeah, it'll 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 Make you feel pretty confuse optimistic. Confuse it with the Joe Dante movie he did a few years called The Hole, which is more like a right. kids' horror movie, which is yeah. okay. 
Yeah. Uh, not great, but okay. Uh, so I just like in my head, those are just like, oh, those are two separate movies. Got to remember that. Remember seeing the other one. Hole in the Ground <laughs> crosses over in surprising ways into different horror genres in there. It kind of starts mm-hmm. off kind of like the Babadook with mother, son. They decide to move out to this remote part of Ireland. And uh, of course, there's a spooky forest nearby and there's a massive hole in the ground there. Um, and that's all you need to know going into it. It, it, it doesn't disappoint. Yeah, uh, you know, it 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 continually changes as it goes, similar to Barbarian. So gotcha. Not to not and to a, hype it up too much. It's not quite as shocking as Barbarian, <laughs> but uh it's good. And to uh, you know, better title than Big Irish Hole. <laughs> oh, have you seen the poster for it? Um the tagline is Mommy loves you to death. <laughs> oh, I have seen that. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're going all in for that. And the other one nice. that we saw was uh, Ari Aster's uh, Bo is Afraid. Yes. That looks really interesting. I've got no it's... idea what to expect from that one. I know. It's another. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but basically, it's Ari Aster. I'll watch it. And I'm probably going to enjoy it. You know, to be honest, I'll, I'll go in with that that coloring because he's, you know, two out of two so far in my book. So yeah. And you walk, I really enjoyed both. And yeah, Phoenix is, uh, I, I, I know he's had some weird things in there, but you know, as a person, but, uh, the last few films he's made, like he's on a roll. Oh, totally. Totally agree with that. And and this looks like a real departure for him as well. Right. Yeah. And, and screwing with time and everything else, which I'm a fan (laughs) of. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like fun. Uh, talking about another one that's kind of a bit lightweight, uh, the trailer for Quantum Mania, you know, the new Ant-Man mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. was released this week. Um, I don't know. I mean, it looks like fun. Uh, I'm not getting my hopes up, but uh, I kind of enjoyed the low-key Ant-Man character um, uh, in yeah, the Marvel uh, Universe. Exactly right. Yeah, it's not the the bulky superhero. It's just a goofy guy trying to, you know, the, the only thing is it ties in with the Disney thing of like, okay, you know, no harm's going to come to him because, you know, he's got kids. Right. And it's a Disney movie. So uh, he'll be fine. But he's funny uh, and relatable. He's more down yeah. to earth than the, the, the exactly. rest of them. Yeah. It's much more, it, it, it's grounded a lot of the, uh, I think, and I think, you know, tying into that, like how they've done the, um, their TV uh, universe, I think that's kind of kept in line with that, like more grounded yeah uh people and and you're getting to know them better and they're just like yeah they're not bulky superheroes or or you know all the others you know big wow they're like no it can be a lot smaller that's that's you know one of the nice things about you know comics they can be and you know that's what comment i was going to make about the evil dead thing too it's like Mm. you know it's like you can have you know three or four or five different types of batman right and it's okay they can all exist in the same world if not you know not universe <laughs> um but uh <laughs> but you know you can have you know different ones you know like oh that's their take on it oh that's their take on it so it's you know that's okay yeah and then you've also got uh jonathan majors as king the conqueror oh, in it um again uh, that's somebody else i'll watch anything he's in oh my god yeah and he's, and, he's and fantastic the just the little glimpse that we had of him in uh wandavision um was really really good he's because as the thing about uh, the way that they're sort of framing king the conqueror he's not quite the way that he was in the kind of golden age comics of yeah you know mm-hmm. um um he he's he seems to have motivations kind of similar to 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 what we've seen before but but, but he seems a lot more relatable 
<laughs> you know? Right. Um, so I'm quite, uh, quite into that. Um, and then the other one, uh, the last one, I think that we'll kind of hit this week is uh, Chris McKay's Renfield with Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you get a chance to see that trailer? Oh, yes. Yeah. That, yeah. that just looks like a, a, a ton of fun, right? There. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, there's a lot going for it. It's like, you know, you finally let, uh, Nicholas Cage play, uh, play <laughs> Dracula. Dracula after yeah. all this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I saw Tom Gormican's, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent this week. I was going to say that when I was, when I was compiling my list, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that one this year. Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I just think, well, Pedro Pascal, doing Pedro Pascal makes that is, movie is amazing yeah. right yeah. and the chemistry between nicholas cage and pedro pascal are so good it just kind of derailed for me in the second half it just it does it it it, it uh it becomes I, I a nicholas more, cage movie yeah i i, I would have been happy to have something that was a lot more low-key with just those two um i think that would have worked <laughs> right and i quite enjoyed the young nicholas cage taunting <laughs> right. old nicholas cage uh-huh. yeah and 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 that just kind of like I, 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 okay, where's this going? And it just it doesn't go anywhere, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it it was good I mean, in terms of the performances, anyhow. Yeah, um, I uh, I have it on my honorable mentions. Oh yeah, list for, okay. for this year because it was like yeah, there's so much good going for it, and uh, it's recommendable. It is watchable. Um, but yeah, they just and again, it's been my phrase this year of not sticking the landing. Mm. Yeah, that's totally it. And then uh, just got a few things in movie news this week. Um, William Fresh H. Macy is, uh, I, I've actually even got a sound effect for that one. Uh, so William H. Macy is joining uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, okay? Oh. Um, which I didn't know was in production. No idea either. Yeah. One, okay, the director is going to make you worry. The screenwriter might balance it out um so it's coming from wes ball who has essentially just done the maze runner movies which i have not watched one of and have had no interest in watching which is uh from a series of 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 teen aimed books ya books yep right uh but it's been scripted by uh patrick ason who wrote the screenplay for prey so um That might be one to, yeah, jury's mm-hmm. out. Let's see what's well, going on. And William H. Macy is, is, is good casting, but he's been in some, some bad movies as well. Yes. So. But that's another series. It's one of those series. It's like, huh, this has actually been really good. I've really liked this series. Like when I think back on it, I'm like, I've enjoyed every single one of those movies and they've all been different. Oh, and, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. uh, I could talk about that. You know, I could, I could do a whole episode on just Planet of the Apes, man. I could. Oh, Planet of the, the Apes. Original. Yeah. Totally yeah. into it. Uh, the, not the, not the, Maze Runner. Oh, right. <laughs> I I, no you're talking about Maze Runner. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> right. Right. No, Planet of the Apes is 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 fantastic. Fantastic. And just it's, they just kept pushing more and more chips in with every. Uh, you know. Yeah. And movie. in different ways, in better ways, and such. They're doing it so smart. It's like reinventing fine you know mining the original source for stuff that i don't think was there originally because the last like you know for the original series of movies the last two are are not good 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and even the third one is, and eh, the first two super strong after yeah. that, it's just uh, diminishing returns of sure. higher rate of diminishing returns. But, <laughs> but this series has been the exact opposite, I think. So that's good. News. Oh, totally. 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 I mean, and the one thing Ing, that I, I think Ing, Ing, the original series did get right was they did try something new as they went forward. Like they didn't just keep mm -hmm. trying to repeat the template. Um, it didn't work, but right. you know, they did take the risk, but. And bar except for Tim Roth in the, in the Tim Burton version, I'm pretty much ignoring the. Oh God. Movie. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah. That was the beginning of, of Burton kind of going downhill really. I, really I, fast. They're, they're, I'm going to bring up Burton again a bit later. Actually, do you know what I, I, I have seen this week that made me think of Burton was Wendell and Wild. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was really good. Really dark. Isn't afraid to show blood. <laughs> Isn't afraid to murder people. Um, it really surprised me. And the the with working with Henry Selick, it was uh, the look and feel of the movie is in service to the story. And it made me okay. think while I was watching it that it's the exact opposite with Burton in his movies. Like, like the Planet of the Apes is a perfect example of where I think he had a sort of look and feel for the movie, um, but wasn't paying much attention to the story. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. Another, okay. This is not a great piece of news. Um, it'll make you sigh. Uh, Ridley Scott is working on a sequel to Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> okay. Me, that, that makes me this. Uh, oh, yeah. Get the, oh, that overblown fascist action. Oh, <laughs> God, right. Right. I yeah. hate Gladiator. I hate it. I saw it for free in a theater, and I still feel ripped off. Inconceivable! <laughs> oh, it's exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I, I knew you wouldn't take that one. Oh. Uh. <laughs> a sequel. God. Oh. Yeah. And again, that was the one that was like, oh, maybe Joaquin Phoenix isn't all that. So you know, and it's like, don't, don't, don't. Okay, but but he's dead. Okay, so he won't be in it. So he won't be involved. Unless he's in it as a ghost. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you must go to the Digabus system. <laughs> um uh okay, I'll I'll balance it out with something that is a bit more promising. So uh Tim Blake Nelson, who you'll know from yeah. Old Henry and the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, excellent actor. Uh he's now part of the roster for Dune Two. In Dune Two, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't see, I saw the announcement, but they didn't know who he was playing mm. uh i don't know if you saw the, the casting in terms of uh, the role i i don't know what the role is yet but yeah. i'm happy yeah. to watch him in practically anything so yeah exactly um i mean in yep, yep. he's gonna come up again uh in 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 my list this week oh. well then um, let's get to it well well i've got a couple other bits of news damn it rattle through them really quickly <laughs> damn the news man it's all part of the plan <laughs> um uh there is a remake of them with an exclamation point oh, from yeah. michael, michael Gial yes who did werewolf by night which i think is a perfect match um so very excited yes. about that one um uh and you know what the rest of the news we can we can skip it's not all all that interesting i think that's a good one to leave off on the only thing I will say is with the Werewolf by Night with Michael Giacchino, um, yeah. on the Disney Channel, they do the uh, uh, assemble the behind the scenes for each of the series. I don't know if you've seen the one they did for Werewolf by Night. No, no, I, do, I don't think I have. You need to watch it because it's us. 
Oh, excellent. His brother does it. His brother's a documentary filmmaker who always had a camera. And so it's all the footage of all the productions they did when they were in oh, high amazing. school. Right. Okay. Uh, on their own. <laughs> and it's just talking. So it's all that. It's like, how was that? And how's that now? And then they're kind of making fun of his brother too. You know, it's like this whole thing. It's like, it's not like your typical, you know, behind the scenes thing, which you get. Yeah, uh, in terms of production, but it's much more of like this guy that like loved movies, wanted to be a director, ended up nice filling his dream through you know scoring, doing music, yeah. and oh, you know he's fun. so well known and 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 that and just what he's been able to pick up and what he's able to do, and then just the way he works and um, him running around the set uh, and just like completely having a ball, amazing. Like, you know, despite being exhausted because, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, it's a movie shoot. So they're very, <laughs> they take a lot out of you. Uh, uh, oh. But at the same time, just being, you know, like finally getting that, you know, after, you know, 40 years or something of finally being yeah. able to, to get that thing. So, which is funny because I have Werewolf by Night on my silver list. Oh, Okay. Oh, excellent. Right. Oh, well, let's, let's start with that. So uh, just before we get onto the list, mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that. Uh, so last week you had a couple on your list, which I hadn't seen. Uh, Tom George's CEO, they run and Eric Apple's weird, the Al Yankovic story, um, uh, which, which I watched both this week mm-hmm. and really, really enjoyed them. Um, the, the weird Al Yankovic one, I think does so well in keeping a straight face doesn't it 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 was it it was so incredibly funny especially the first half hour where i didn't quite realize where the line was drawn yep and uh it 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 had me in stitches um and yep Uh, uh same uh it was just yeah and they again it's a weird owl version of a musical biopic yeah uh and and it it's as good as Weird Al stuff parody with music. Oh, it totally is. It's and some so of the good. casting is great. You know the uh, 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 what's his name, Demasticlin is the as the bass player for Queen. <laughs> and and he and Wolfman Jack are friends. It's like yeah. sure, <laughs> why not? Yeah, the pool party was was pretty amazing. It was fantastic. Then yeah, you had was... Emo Phillips in there as well, didn't Play, you? But as, wasn't uh... he playing Salvador Dali? Yes. Yeah, which is perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the other one I, I wanted to add, uh, which was one that uh, you hadn't seen, but I hadn't seen until this week, but also falls into 2022, was uh, Carlotta Peretta's uh, Piggy. Um, mm-hmm. I would have put that into my bronze selection um, because it was such a surprising movie. And the uh, I think I mentioned this last week, the lead performance is so good. And I've been thinking about it all week. Like, what did she remind me of at the end of this movie? Hmm. And it is Ripley from the Alien movies. Oh, That okay. is the vibe that I had at the end of the movie. And it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I, d- I don't want to say anything more. Um, but right, let's- Yeah, I, I have it in the, the queue, so- Excellent, excellent, yeah. So, silver, 2022 silver, silver look, offerings. And I think uh, if you kick off this week, my friend, I think you've, you've already mentioned uh, one of them. Yes, and the only reason it's uh, on the silver list is because it wasn't, you know, wasn't theatrical release or like that, and uh, it's a much smaller like, in scope or scale, and it's only like an hour, it's less than an hour long. So that right. would be Werewolf by Night. 
which was yeah. still a- excellent. Like by any other measure, it's still, you know, sure. still, it's still a gold level, you know, highest standard thing because it was fantastic. Everything about it from beginning to end, there's not a wasted frame. There's not, I mean, it does its whole lifting job in the, uh, in the Marvel universe, you know, of tying in, but mm. they had to finally tie in the monsters. Right. I, you know, as a kid, <laughs> that was the one thing I loved about Marvel. I didn't like, I don't mm. really care about the superheroes. I certainly mm-hmm. didn't care about the X-Men and all that soap opera. Yeah. Uh, but the, but they had monsters. Right. Uh, that's why on DC, I really like Swamp Thing, you know, and they got Man Thing, uh, you know, but where I was like, Werewolf by Night, you know, what's this? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and this version of it was so much better than the comics ever were. It, was. it wasn't a good comic. Let's be honest. It was no. just fun. But it was fun having a werewolf. We yeah, had what we had. Hero. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> this version with uh, uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. He is, I mean, he is the, per- like, uh, I wouldn't have pictured him as uh, as the guy. No. And he is note perfect. What a great choice, right? What oh, a I mean, great choices across choice. the board, but yeah, especially yeah. him. Yeah, no, the acting in 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 that is really good. Um, I I'd agree. And kind of going back to the comics is that the horror stuff is always really great. And uh, one of the comics that I always thought of as horror was Doctor Strange, and it's one of those those mm. uh, properties mm-hmm. that I really wish they would lean into at, and not be so nervous about it uh, into to to like a, a true horror. And it true could be horror, yeah. that he might be able to uh, pick this up. I mean, I would love to see what he would do with dr strange um, <laughs> right uh, that would be I mean, interesting and again they got a little to it with sam raimi handling the mm-hmm. yeah no i the, agree the, the, the last year's entry and i thought that was better because there's stuff in there that's like okay that's good that's good horror right stuff, you know killing off you know major characters left and right yeah with like seeming abandoned uh it's like okay <laughs> that's cool <laughs> but anyway I mean, yeah it, I that, actually just bring up another one because I'll never remember this one again. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think though it's cinematically before even the sort of Marvel universe kicked off, the one uh, scene that I remember in a movie, and it's not a great movie, um, that made me think of those Doctor Strange kind of weird things going on in the comic was at the end of Ang Lee's Hulk. Um, there is a bit where the Hulk is in the water and he is sinking in the water and there are these, all these sort of elemental elements kind of coming into it, almost like swamp thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I can't believe I'm watching this. I wish there was more of this. It was a shame yeah. that the whole movie didn't lean into that. Lean into but, that but, side. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that, that did remind me of, of, you know, it showed that it could be done if someone actually just, you know, pushed ahead with it. Mm-hmm. Um, First one I have on my list, and and by the way, I don't have um, Werewolf by Night on it because I just used the excuse, okay, I'm going to classify that as television just because I was having <laughs> such a hard time with my list. And my list, by the way, I like you said, these are but a lot of these things are gold movies. It's just that there are other movies that kind of stepped in front of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, Dan Trachtenberg's uh, Prey as 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 my first on the list this week uh-huh it's on my silver list too oh great great because i i just thought it, we've talked a lot about it already but i yeah. just think it's so tightly scripted immensely entertaining you've got the native american element in there they've taken a property and done something fresh and new with it uh, and also the practical effects in it uh add to 
the film as well. And the lead performance is outstanding. Lead's performance also feminine. Yes. As well as Native American as well. You know, just Correct. like ticking yeah. all the, you know, boxes that would drive, you know, the right people nuts. Right. Also <laughs> appeals to me people greatly who as well. deserve to be uh, pissed yeah, off. Exactly. About that stuff, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah, we talked about this one to death, I think already, but yeah, just, it was, I mean, I want to watch it again, you know? I'm yeah. Like, oh, I haven't thought of that. I haven't seen that movie in too long. It's okay. been, you know, six months. I mean, in, in, in 90% of the movies, there's one on here that's kind of excluded from this. You'll know which one I mean. Um, I, I would watch again uh, in a heartbeat. Um, so what do you have for your next one? Well, I had one uh, you had in your bronze list. I put it in silver, which was okay. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, um, I get and the main reason I bumped it up to silver uh, is because of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, of dealing with grieving and loss and moving on and things like that, which is a, well, it's a theme, uh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of these movies anymore, it seems like. I don't know. It seems like anymore. Um, but uh, uh, for that one in particular, and the way it's handled from the perspective, and it, it seems child, it, it's childlike, not childish. Correct. Which, yeah, that, yeah. that distinction really gives you a, it gives you the perspective without succumbing to the cuteness yeah. Uh, of it. And so, you know, I think the, the performances in it and, and the way it's handled is taken from this, oh, isn't this this cute little viral video of this cute little <laughs> shell with right. shoes? Uh, and they expanded into some, and Isabel Rossellini again. <gasps> I, I was going to say, if you weren't going to say something about Isabel Rossellini <laughs> in that, um, as the grandmother is just is heartbreaking a, and, and a delight and just fantastic. Like you cannot she, imagine anyone else being taking that. No, that, that role. she, she is the poetry of the movie. Hmm that the Marcel learns to read. He learns how to understand her poetry. I mean, the if, end. You, if you thought of anyone else, any other actress, uh, no matter how good they are, try to think of them in that role. And it doesn't work. Meryl doesn't Streep, work. Uh, it no. would be Goldberg or any, any of those people. Yeah, you there's know, plenty Cody. of, there's plenty of actors that could, that could handle the role, but just to give it that, hmm. Just whatever she brings to it, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, let's see. She has kind of an innocence to uh, it, as, as, as of the, yeah. the, the, the the kind of um, accented English as well mm-hmm. adds to it, and that yeah. that way that she delivers is 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 different. It's almost like Bjork, you know, like when she speaks, right. it, it's just a different way of putting words together, and and it it's so endearing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really and, good. and it's so yeah, and it can carry the emotional weight that it has, the gravitas that yeah. it needs without being this heavy hand, like being quite the opposite of a heavy hand. Uh, here is the message. Here is the theme. It's mm. so not that it's such, I mean, it's, uh, you know, if you've had an, an elder in your life like that family right. member or person you've known, I mean, that's, she is it. Yeah. In that yeah. movie. And, you know, overall, you know, is it a gold level? No, but is it absolutely worth watching? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, totally. Is. I, and, you know, it, it's a family movie and I've got it on my list. That's weird. <laughs> yeah well it's what well, we, we variety hey man yeah, we're, we're good <laughs> that's at right that. we, we we aim for we aim to please <laughs> um okay good that sort of sets me up for my next one which should uh well i this is kind of a double header because as as there there were a couple of movies from guillermo del toro i wanted to bring in and i decided i just lumped them both together as my second <laughs> item on the list um so the, the the first element of that is guillermo del toro and mark gustafson's pinocchio 
mm-hmm. um, which uh, Del Toro has said is the end of the trilogy that started with The Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to see it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I am not. So, so, so the reason that it's part of that trilogy is because right at the very heart of Pinocchio is the rise of fascism, and um, Pinocchio, you know, in the traditional Pinocchio, he he starts off and he's innocent and he doesn't understand things, and at the beginning of the movie, he is manipulated by the fascists, right, and and it. it gives such a grounding to the movie and in fact the, the the movie in the first 15 minutes is is quite dark and and there is a shocking scene very early on which you could probably guess if you're familiar with the story mm-hmm. um but uh, uh, it he 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 does it so well and it it's not gimmicky it's just as natural as the way that that fascist fascist element um goes into devil's backbone and pan's labyrinth except here we actually have mussolini involved and oh. it and uh it is it is very very good um and of course the stop motion animation is incredible uh there were so many scenes in it that i thought uh must be cg but then i watched the making of it and thought oh my god <laughs> that's all real they've actually built it and, mm-hmm. and there it is and they're picking up these buildings and all this good stuff um and paired with pinocchio was uh, nightmare alley which also came yes. out this this year, mm-hmm. um, which 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 I thought was uh, uh, one of the best noirs, like a proper noir that to, to come out in a few years. And Bradley Even Cooper more so than the original that it right, remakes. correct, yeah, which and, I was, and, which I enjoyed, but not like this. No, not like this one. This one was yeah. It 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 has it has a bite at the end. It is oh. Is, evil nasty delicious bite but it's and good. if you're in the right frame of mind or right viewing you know like me i was like oh this that's where they're gonna go i want to see how he gets there right and right. i was not disappointed and and bradley cooper was so good in it and so good the the interesting thing though that he was not the first choice that leonardo dicaprio was meant to take really? that part and i am relieved that Bradley Cooper got it because I think that would have been distracting. Um, like I, I forgot it was Bradley Cooper. You know, I, I forgot it was someone that I was mm-hmm. familiar with. Um, and then you had Kate Blanchett in there who, you know, she's always really good. Um, and yeah, no, no fantastic. Yeah, when, when movie. Cooper's at his best, you forget it's him. It's kind of like that pretty boy thing of like Brad Pitt and right. Tom Cruise. When they are at their best, you forget mm. who they are. Right. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Uh, also, yeah, this is, uh, I mentioned this earlier, uh, Tim Blake Nelson is in both these movies. He's in both Pinocchio and Nightmare Alley. So oh, there, well, that's there's, right. yeah, there's yeah. the link there, back Look at that. <laughs> Great. What do you have for your uh, number all three? Right. Uh, it's not going to be all uh, kids movies, is it? <laughs> no. No, it's horror and, oh, okay. and an action movie. Oh, great. Um, okay. uh, the, uh, Scream. The new scream that came out oh, this last year did, was that this year. It okay. was. I had I had forgotten too, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that was this year. A uh, couple things about it. One, it's a sequel without being a sequel. It does that Halloween, uh, the new Halloween trilogy thing, where it ignores mm-hmm. the other sequels, right, and okay. just picks up as if it is the sequel, right? Uh, which is very smart. 
Yeah. And I know it pisses off a lot of fanboys, which is even better. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing it does is uh, out of three things this year, uh, I have three things on my list for best of this year that all have featured Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in this, she's in X, and obviously in Wednesday. Uh, and she is outstanding in all three, even when, you know, just with a minimal screen time or a small part or something like that, uh, yeah. it doesn't seem like there's any small parts in her head. So, uh, that's <laughs> kind of refreshing or such too. Uh, but how they handle it and like, it's, it's meta in and of itself and everything, and it handles it so well. Uh, mm-hmm. it's not being tongue in cheek and it's not being cheeky and it's, it's doing fan service more to Wes Craven. Right. Uh, than nice. it is nice. to the series, which is, again, I think for me, so much more important uh, uh, as well. And showing the important, you know, because, you know, Scream changed things. It saved horror. Horror yeah. was garbage up to that point. And then Scream came and we're like, oh, we can make smart horror movies again. Oh, they, they were thing. stuck in a template in that time period oh. for Wes Craven, where it's it like, okay, these are the rules of the game, which he take, he he does poke fun at. Yes, <laughs> in in Scream, that's so. kind of the point of Scream, right? It, yeah. it, it, you know, that's and so this I thought was a good nod to that realignment because I know they're doing another one, yeah, a sequel to this one now, and, and just the way they brought in the old characters, uh, I thought was really well done. They introduced uh, a complexity or depth to it that really, uh, you know, is to be honest, is better than the series I thought deserved. Um, based on the sequel films uh, after the first one or the second one, you know, kind of depends on, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was very well done. Very nice. But, you know, uh, but a silver entry, not quite a bronze, but you know, I'm like, yeah, this could bump into silver. Not, not, not quite a gold. Nice. Um, my next one is a horror as well, and it's probably one that not many people have heard about. Uh, it is from a director car called Goran Stilevsky, uh, and it's called You Won't Be Alone. And it is a uh, it's 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 done in the Hungarian language. I think he's got a dual like Australian Hungarian nationality. Um, but the movie itself is uh, sort of a fairy tale drama with folk horror bits in there. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's a strict horror, right? Um, there, the the story is around this shape shifting witch in the in the movie, um, and uh, sh- in order to shape shift. She needs to kill whatever she wants to shape shift into, and uh-huh. then put chunks of meat under her skin, <laughs> and oh. and 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 that is precisely how it's done. And um, uh, in you start learning the lore of these witches. So they set this up in probably the first half hour of the movie, uh, and then the rest of the movie it becomes kind of a way to kind of explore humanity in this really kind of interesting way because as as the 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 uh, protagonist is sort of switching between different lives of people and being seen in different ways uh becoming like a, a kid a woman a man and and being able to see the world through all these different kind of um uh, 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 viewpoints and and always in the background there's there there's a certain menace there's something pursuing her as well so so there is kind of a horror element i'd say it's more toward the thriller bit with horror 
scenes in there. Um, But I thought it was, uh, yeah, really surprising. Well worth watching. Um, It looks beautiful as well. It looks like you're kind of sort of Terrence Malick kind of uh, Mm -hmm. movie, but but, uh, not quite as lingering as as those, but it's, 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 it's a really nice one. Uh, Looking forward. And again, this is like a a first time feature. Um, So another Mm -hmm. director to add the list to see, uh, look forward to what they do next. How they do. Nice. Uh, and by the way, that knocked out another movie because I'd seen this this week as well. Uh, was a movie called After Yang, uh, which mm-hmm. I'll knock down to silver, but I'll bring that up at some other point. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and number four for you. Uh, let's see. And I didn't. I don't think I had it on last week's, but I unfortunately lost my notes. But I'll bring it up anyway because it's recent. Was the menu. Oh, okay. You didn't. No, you didn't bring that up. Okay, good. Yep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping I'd saved it correctly. Um, yeah, finally got a chance to see this and was uh, highly entertained. Hmm. Another one where, again, like Jenna Ortega, Anya Taylor-Joy has no problem doing right. a- any lifting you ask of her. Uh, and in this, uh, it's no thing as well you don't think she's going to be much in it as it starts and then as it progresses and and you know refines i'm like oh, he- you, know, you know and i'm just like <laughs> wow what a fantastic villain he's a great movie villain I'm like how many yes. times is he villain and then i'm like i i'm you know blissfully unaware <laughs> of the harry potter movies uh so oh, Jen, right, my yeah, wife was like right. um you know he was the bad guy I'm like oh well, <laughs> Oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> kind yeah, of big he re- there, huh? Removed his nose and all that stuff. He could have <laughs> right. it was him. Um. <laughs> but um, and then the it was also just tied in this week with the closing of uh, was it Noma, the yeah. top rated restaurant in the world in Copenhagen. Uh, that right. People were just like, hmm. It shows up on HBO, and two weeks later, this restaurant closes. <laughs> with the it has the reputation <laughs> for being as insane as the right. kitchen is uh, and the prison the restaurant is in uh, in the menu. <laughs> yeah i i they, 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 I, I yeah there's lots of conspiracy theories around whether or not there's a connection uh right going going on there but independent of that uh the movie is excellently done it's tight uh it, it keeps it together it keeps it rolling it's it's smart how it plays out mm. how it lays out what it is and and kind of hints at it hits it hints at the menace mm-hmm. and then how she's able to tap into it or to be the, you know, she, she is a final girl, uh, yeah. uh, but how, but why she is, which I always like when a movie does that. It's like, why, you know, right. rather than it's just like, oh, she's a female. We know she's going to survive because she's just tougher or something like, well, no, there's a, there's an actual explanation. Right. This time. And, and, Nicol- and Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Holt is, yeah. is, man. I almost uh, didn't recognize him. Right. Well, and I was laughing because it was like, because uh, I watch we watch that and um, uh, see how they run, yeah, back to back. And I was like, okay, the menu. You've got your two dudes here, uh, both British. You wouldn't know it uh, uh, in the menu because they're both not speaking with uh, accents. Mm. Uh, they're already speaking with American accents. That is, yeah. Uh, and then versus in see how they run, you've got your two leads uh, in British accents, and they're not British. 
So oh, you know, I was actually, like, I found out something interesting is 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 Cersei didn't really put on an accent because it was an Irish accent she had mm-hmm. in that movie, um, oh, and apparently around her family, that's how she speaks. That's how she speaks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and, and and I did find out from my Irish friends that the that the pronunciation of her name is Cersei. Don't Cersei. question it. No, and, no. I, yeah, j- just don't even look at the letters when when trying yeah, to I- pronounce. That's Irish most with Irish that I found. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope, not not getting it. Uh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, you know everything in that, and and you know, being you know, especially the popularity of cooking shows and restaurant shows, mm. and this is just a nice kind of fu uh, wrapped right. up in Nicholas Holt's character, uh, primarily. Well, uh, there've been a lot of movies that have been kind of similar this year where there is a group of kind of reprehensible people that kind of come together. Right. Um, like, like the menu bodies, 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 bodies triangle yeah. of sadness, which oh, is on my dark list. Uh, same here. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I, but I we'll, that's a separate, well, we will get to that. Um, but yeah, there, there were a lot of these movies that had this cast of, uh, terrible characters with kind of trying to skewer modern society and, and yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So the next one that I've got on my list, uh, just as we go beyond the halfway point <laughs> is, um, uh, and I won't spend too much time on this is Oliver Hermanus's uh, living, uh, which mm. is a remake. Um, and yeah, no, I just thought it was surprisingly good. And I went into that, that's the movie. Bill Nye vehicle, the Correct. remake of Akiru? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's the remake of Akiru from the great uh, Akira Kurosawa. Um, and I went into it, knives out, ready to tear that to pieces. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny. We keep talking about these like remakes and spinoffs and things. Um, but again, I think this is another case where I think this has its own character and can stand on its own. And I'd happily watch both those movies again. It's not... Meant nice. to be a replacement. It's quite respectful, and Bill Nye's uh, performance is so good, so good in the I movie. Uh, and and it does it 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 pretty much has like the same theme in the middle, but the way that it it it, it puts that across is um, different, obviously, because as as we're talking about sort of Western sort of based versus. Mm-hmm. Japanese based and I know there's some universals in there but to a certain degree it does kind of help seeing it from that perspective so that's been quite good um great what do you, what do we have on your number five uh well on this number five the next one on my list because I don't have a full 10 here is it oh okay um, that'll uh, help because yeah. we're well <laughs> <Right>. over time <laughs> uh, imagine that uh I know we've talked this one to death a lot uh but it was barbarian yes Cool. Which again, uh, not gold, uh, mm-hmm. but not for any reason I can't really you know define. Except for the fact of like, no, this is a good silver level you know kind of movie. Just yeah. looking at what I have for gold, looking at I have for that. Um, and yeah, we've talked about it in detail when it came out, when we watched it then. Uh, just to say, you know, and just thinking back on it too, and you know, happy to see it hit on so many lists of other uh, mm. sites, critics, and whatnot for best of last year of just how good it is. And, right. you know, I was just talking to it last about it last night with a buddy. Uh, he asked if his, if his wife was enjoy it because she's not a big horror film fan. I'm like, well, you know, 
I mean, the core story, yes. I mean, but there's it does not shy away from the from the violence and the gore and the mm-hmm. creepiness and all of the above. You know, it's like it's you know yeah. slasher slasher monster thriller. You know, all these things like handles each of them with uh, serial killer handles all of them with equal aplomb uh, and and balance. It, it it doesn't follow the any template at all, and yet it, and yet exactly. at the same time, exactly and at the same yeah. time, does not follow the prescribed mm. notions for how those are supposed to play out. Uh, yeah, very smart, fantastic uh, uh, smash smash ending, I'll call it. Just mm. the last shot or <laughs> such too. Um, you know, I, I love it when a movie does that. You just like, mm. oh, yeah, uh, when it makes you do that. <laughs> so. Uh, that's on my, that's my next on my silver. Great. Great. Uh, um, so I've got one. So, so I had that one on, 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 on my bronze list is just got lost in the shuffle, but yeah, I completely agree. Amazing movie. Um, really looking forward to what he does next. I hope it's not a sequel to that movie. I hope he does something completely fresh because I think having that sort of openness to do whatever he wants seems to do to work. Um, And I've got one here. So we've swapped a couple uh, from our bronze and silver list, uh, which you mentioned last week, Phil Tippett's mad God. The reason I put it on here was uh, just because how unique it is. Um, It takes you to another place it also beats you up while it after it takes you there, <laughs> which is a kind of weirdly kind of bracing experience. And uh, you know how I keep mentioning grit? Well, uh, this movie is almost like you want grit here. Is this enough? <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I don't want any more, please. Um, and it's also pretty rare to see this genre where you have uh, adult animated horror as well. Um, that doesn't happen too often. So it was quite nice to see that. Um, and I'd like to feel that Tippett didn't really hold back because it is just so relentless when it hurls at the audience, mm-hmm. terrible, awful things. And, 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 and not just, you know, you could list out all those things, uh, but the way that he does it gets really gets under your skin. You know, it's kind of like the way that David Lynch does stuff that if anyone else did it, you'd be like, huh? But then you watch it with him, and it might not even be something menacing, but he makes it menacing. Um, so, yeah, Mad God is kind of one of those atmosphere pieces uh, where, you know, you kind of soak in it and you, you you become part of it. And actually, last night I saw Mark Jenkins' Ennis Men, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of, that's a similar thing to Mad God. It, it, is, it, is, it is very similar. Like, there is very little story. Um, you really kind of have to work and concentrate on it and let yourself go. And uh, it's I, I don't want to call it, like, ambient cinema because that kind of underplays it um, because there is craft to it, but uh, kind of similar to Mad God. Okay. Uh, right. What do you what do you got next? All right, the last thing I have in this grouping, uh, and again, it's maybe because of its length or, or just scope or scale or just pure level of insanity. Uh, put it on at uh, silver rather than gold was uh, RRR, Ooh. the Indian yeah, movie. Which okay. again, just looking at what yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, look at what I have in gold. It's like hey, it, it's right on the it's right on the border, um, right. Yeah. I was just trying to pad out the silver, I think, a bit because I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, you know, oh, you got to read it. Okay, therefore, it's going to go down to silver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this movie's just, I mean, it's just a blast. I mean, it's 
the best of what Bollywood does without being a typical Bollywood movie and being bogged right. down <laughs> by a lot of those trappings. You know, that's a lot of what we're talking about, right? The movies are here is like, there's a template and these movies move just past the template, just off or right. just say, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, we're, we're, we'll take it. We'll take it from here. And, uh, and this is one of them. And, and, and also those movies that go outside of the template tend to mash up different genres as well, mm-hmm. because this, this, I mean, in, on paper, you'd go like action, drama, musical, you know, you'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. this sounds like a mess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how's that going to work? Uh, Welcome but, to Bollywood. But, but, the, uh. but yeah, yeah, but the, the, the dance sequences are as exciting as the action sequences, you know? Yeah. And, um, I, I just love the bonkersness of it, like that whole scene oh. at the beginning on the bridge, the where, bridge where they yeah. meet, where they, where they meet in midair. Yeah. Well, they they meet by sign language, and uh, the kills man <laughs> just the start, and he gives him this sign, and the guy's like nods in agreement. I'm like, what the hell I, does that mean? Like, no, nah. there's no way that's clear to anyone but you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but except you know they're of one mind, one heart, one being. You know, right. the united. You know, the united in uh, India. And the fact is like, oh yeah, British. Oh yeah, they suck. They are yeah. all evil, except for the you know the one gal and her friends. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, thank you for making the British the bad guys, and you could just slaughter them. And uh, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that has that intermission in the middle, um, right. which was quite nice to see, and it made sense, right? Yeah, it was almost like two movies, right? Exactly. Yeah, it it, it worked really really well. Um, yeah. And the, uh, uh, and yeah, the, I mean, if if you want to point out, it's like, what's the movie about? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, but let me show you the dance off (laughs) sequence. Right. Which, you know, when you're watching it and you realize, okay, they're shooting this in India, outside, in the day, in summer, presumably. Right. You know, it's like how many different sets of clothes and towels and, you know, do they have to go through? Because at the end, the guys are like, whoo, boy, am I, you know. Am I sure, you know, I, that wore me out, you know, versus, you know, realistically, they would just be puddles of sweat. Sure. Uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, oh, this is how strong they are. This is how, you know, oh, they're, they're native uh, Indian people in India. So, of course, they can handle it. You know, having this insane dance off with the British. And again, it's, yeah. it's the uptight British guys that can dance uh, together. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, in unison, uh, the man in unison versus the Indian men in unison. And, yeah. uh, uh, but it's, it, and it, it, it plays, it's, it's like the fight scene from they live, you know, I can right. just say that, you know, exactly what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, this is the same thing. It's like, it, it just, it goes past the point of ridiculousness to like, how are they going to get out of this? Like, how is this going to end? Like, uh, and it's, but it, you, you, you go past the point of being tired of it to re-engage to then re-enjoying it to being like, then the whole thing sticks in your head is just like, wow, that was amazing. I don't think <laughs> well, I've ever quite seen that. Well, I had another scene that keeps going is, uh, that scene in Weird Al where Al's dad beats the guy and it goes on <laughs> and on. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't he stop? He can't. <laughs> He's already dead. Oh, oh, and his dad being Toby Huss, who I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like he can't he can't stop being because he's already he's the strongest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my that's my list. So please proceed. Oh, oh okay, right. Oh gosh, um, yeah. Now I, you're on. I, I now you got to um, earn your pay. 
Okay, <laughs> gonna gonna have to jump around here on this one. Um, uh, so this movie, I uh, it's another one that I've only seen just this week. Um, so my list has been changing up until today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Argentina, nineteen eighty five, and uh, it is about the prosecutor. You know, after these kind of factions fascist uh, military uh, takeover of Argentina uh, that ended, I think, in 1983, is 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 all these people who had disappeared. They wanted to uh, convict these nine high-level officials. Um, and the story is about the prosecutor, his family, how he gets the team together. Um, what it really reminded me of was uh, The Untouchables. Um, Hmm. Very, very similar to De Palma's The Untouchables, where he he he's he's trying to think of people that he can because as before the case even starts, he needs to get a team together. They've got like three or four months to get the case and get all the evidence and do all that stuff. And they can't trust the police. They can't trust most authorities. Most Argentinian people in the general public aren't even aware of all these terrible things that had happened. Mm. Uh, And a lot of them are veering toward the right. And you have this fascism in the country that's in their way and uh so so he's you you can almost hear that scene from sean connery and then touchables where it's Mm -hmm. you know uh we we got to pick directly from the tree kind of thing Mm -hmm. and uh basically Mm -hmm. what he has to do is try to get people that have virtually no experience of uh you know students really kind of young people uh who have the right mindset to actually start sending them across the country to start investigating this thing and it's really interesting it's kind of more like it's a courtroom drama but there are thriller elements in it because they are constantly being threatened and you know you're always uh you know on the edge of your seat thinking oh god i could but but it's got these great moments of like yes <laughs> you know right. uh throughout it so it, it i mean it, it, it's 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 not an art house movie at all i think anyone could watch it as long as you're happy with the subtitles uh but nice. it really really enjoyed it real nice surprise on that one um next one uh i won't talk too much about this one because we, we we've we've talked about it quite a bit is uh jordan peele's nope I have on here um and uh yeah I, I i don't know much more uh that i can say about it aside that i've already kind of gone over um i mean i could really it it, it took me a while to kind of for it to sink in um it was bouncing at various levels in this list um but it kind of settled settled here um gotcha yeah but 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 terrific movie so well done so mm-hmm. cinematically um educated uh completely surprised me in terms of the direction the movie would took because the trailers for this movie do exactly what trailers should do they don't give anything away and in fact they misdirect <laughs> so misdirect, yeah. right so when you get into the movie you you're expecting you know but but not to the point of disappointment it doesn't promise something bigger right and yeah. better um so yeah really really enjoyed that um ba, ba, ba. so oh, i've cheated again here um so for the next one 
I've got Pana Panahi's Hit the Road, which uh, is an Iranian movie. Um, I think I've talked about it. It is kind of like an Iranian Little Miss Sunshine, but that's doing it a disservice, oh, right. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so interesting to see uh, Iran uh, at street level, you know, at a normal yeah. middle class family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the one that I paired with this was uh, his father, Jafar Panahi's No Bears came out this year. Mm-hmm. And it's about a director who is uh, working in a sort of remote village that is near the sort of Turkish border where people uh, you know, cross over to kind of escape from Iran and all this. He's constantly being surveilled. There's all all this sort of politics going on and he was actually jailed this year. And I think we talked about That's, this earlier, yeah. mm-hmm. but um, out of these two, I'd say hit the road is probably the one that, that I, I cannot imagine anyone not enjoying that movie. Uh, no bears is a little bit more. Uh, it's a little bit more work, but, but hit the road is, is I think everyone would enjoy. Um, next on my list is uh, Sebastian Mises, great freedom. Uh, and this is when I saw over Christmas. Um, now let me just get up my notes on this one. This is, I, I, th- I think I've mentioned it the other week. It is, uh, a prison drama, uh, which kind of focuses on post-World War II gay rights because there's this guy who is gay and he's been held in a concentration camp. And as soon as the war ends, he gets transferred to a regular prison. And of course the Americans are running it at that stage. Mm -hmm. And um, he has this, he has to share a cell with this guy who's straight and uh, you know, he's quite hardcore, got the tattoos and all this. And, uh, it's it it skips between three different time periods. That time period when they first meet, a middle time period, and then all the way to the end. And it it's 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 really really good. It's really quite interesting. Uh, it it's almost it's quite similar to Cool Hand Luke. Oh, okay. Um, and it it's yeah, it's not like Cool Hand Luke. It's got some themes like Cool Hand Luke, but. Yeah, it's the the straight guy has all these problems with addiction, and then you have this gay guy who 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 constantly gets arrested for doing gay things, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it goes into the period straight after World War II, where you kind of realize that the Nazis and the post-Nazi regime have things in common, and then you have that sort of middle period, and then you have like the early seventies. Um, which comes to the end of the movie, but I thought yeah, really, 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 really good movie uh, called great freedom, great freedom. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not sentimental either. It's, but, but it's good. It's good. Uh, and the last one that I've got on the list is uh, another kind of comedy. I would definitely call this comedy uh, on top of the weird owl movie. This one just had me howling. Uh, and it's from a couple of guys called uh, Gaston Duprat and Mariano Cohn, uh, and it's a movie called Official Competition. And this is another one that is like one of those movies about reprehensible people. Um, (laughs) And and here, we don't have a big group, but we have Antonio Banderas 
is uh, kind of almost playing himself in a way, at least the way that you think of him. He is this Spanish actor who has got international success. He's he's he, you know he's really into himself. The first time that we see him, he turns up in like a Lamborghini with this 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 very beautiful model young girl kind of thing that's much younger than him kind of and then you have this other actor that is uh kind of really well respected on stage he you know oh he lives humbly he's 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 very kind of right on he's like the super woke kind of idea of what what you know um and it's about those two and then you have um uh, Penelope Cruz is the director of this movie that they're both on, and um, she's kind of wacky and crazy, and she has weird methods, and she pretty much kind of tortures these guys. Um, but it is really funny. It's sort of it feels like a mix between. Uh, do you remember Frank Oz's uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of got that kind of sense of humor but kind of mixed with uh, a movie about making movies like something like Fellini's eight and a half or something like that okay um but uh, it 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 is it is it is very funny it's very observant it um yeah it it works really well and does does go directions that you're not expecting in the movie as well um but that was a big surprise you know i had that like i got on my list but i was like oh, i kept bumping it down the list because like nothing's really hooking me on this you know i i, I don't want to watch it kind of thing and then when i finally watched it i was i was, I was so glad that i did because uh yeah it it, it is uh laugh out loud funny nice cool well wow okay yes. well how about that <laughs> we we did it we did it in the right amount of time um yeah which means i can i can start editing this and our friends in uh that district of brussels belgium can get their weekly fix they can they've um, been staying up waiting for it close the bar out <laughs> I mean, to be fair i don't know if it was specifically them but yeah within in an hour of posting there 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 were people had who had jumped on to 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 listen um i'm not making fun of you people out there we appreciate it (laughs) nor nor saying the term you people that's all right (laughs) what do you mean you people (laughs) oh Oh, actually, I, I, I did put this aside for our friends in Belgium. There is one word that is still beyond the pale. The concept it embodies is so <laughs> revolting that the publication or broadcast of the word is utterly forbidden in all parts of the galaxy except one, where they don't know what it means. That word is Belgium. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, I was thinking, too, of uh, in... Uh see how they run she's like oh what part of france are you from he's like belgium <laughs> oh <laughs> just shuts her down that, that was so much fun that movie yeah. um that would be a good double feature with uh something like grab class onion exactly <laughs> great stuff so uh yeah i guess that, that brings us to the end of uh this week and next week it's the gold for gold for gold Going for gold. Yeah.
must let me out of here. Two oceans.